You're now listening to I Need a Word, your place for inspirational messages. But the story I want to share, y'all, is how I made a covenant with death. Me, covenant with death. You know, y'all haven't seen me on live in a long time. And it's because I was paying a price for my word. So I'm going to get into this story and I'll read your comments after. So let's talk about covenant. A covenant is a binding or establishing relationship between two parties. So how I made a covenant with death was because of my word. So let me just give you all the backstory. So some weeks ago, I contracted uh, COVID. And I got to be careful how I say that because I know the algorithms and all of that. I contracted COVID, but my experience with the virus wasn't what everybody else's experience was. Uh, mine was like maybe a cold, maybe the flu. Like it was just, you know, it, was, it wasn't as bad as some other people's experience was. And I thank God. And so, you know, I was going through the process of it and I was, you know, starting to feel better. And every time, and I went past the, the amount of days they said you're, you have it or whatever, but every time I was free from it, it would always be something linked, something that comes back and tries to pull me back. So um, I would be going, about to go to the grocery store. And next thing I know, I'm in the parking lot sick, right? Um, I would just be randomly getting dressed, about to go out, and all of a sudden something just comes. And so, and that just kept randomly happening, mind you, I'm past the amount of days. And so Holy Spirit brought to my attention something that I said months or maybe a year ago. So when the whole COVID thing first, uh, and I'm putting myself on the chopping block because um, although this may sound embarrassing, I don't know, um, it can, it's going to free somebody else. And your covenant may not be with death. Your covenant may be with sickness, poverty or whatever. So Holy Spirit brought to my remembrance something that I said. I said, and this is when like the whole virus thing first came out. My words were very foolish. I was talking out of fear. Maybe I was talking out of nervousness. I was talking out of ignorance. I said, if I ever get COVID, guess what's going to happen to me? I'm going to die. I said that, and I said that multiple times. If I ever get COVID, I'm going to die. And I said that ignorantly. And so Holy Spirit brought that to my remembrance that I made a covenant with death. So every time I was getting better, something comes and snatches me back to say, hell, no, 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 no. You got a covenant with us. You said, if you get this, you gonna die. So we gonna make good of that. Just like angels come for our words, the demonic does as well, right? So your covenant, and so what I had to do with to, to cancel that off of my life, I had to repent, I had to renounce, uh, thank you for the stars, I had to repent, I had to renounce me ever speaking that over my life. And when I did that, <laughs> I finally got free from that virus or that, you know, that, that covenant that I made um, with death. And so we we make covenants sometimes not realizing what we're saying or what we're doing. So your covenant may not be with death. It may be with poverty. It may be with sickness. It may be uh, laziness. It may be you saying, I can't. You may be saying, I'll never have enough. I'll never do this. But our words carry weight. I know we hear this all, in all the time. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Like that thing was real. I was eating the fruit 
of death because I spoke it out of ignorance. I kept, and I didn't say it one time, y'all, I kept saying it because there was a part of me that was fearful of it. There was a part of me that diminished the power of God. And just because somebody else went through that situation a certain way does not mean that Kwanda was going to go through that situation that way. You know what I mean? I diminished God and what he can do. I, um, I made that virus uh, my God instead of God, my God. I thank God for his mercy and his grace and his forgiveness because this could have went another way. Because your words carry weight. Our words are powerful. Them demons, they was coming for those words. I gave the enemy access. Somebody was saying to me, oh, um, God kept telling them, I was like, I feel like I'm under attack. Like something is going on. And they was like, but they only could go so far. And I was like, no, I opened the door for them. I told them, basically, y'all come kill me. I opened the door for you. I gave the enemy access by my words. So I want you to think about today. And even as we're going on this 21 day or 28 day of faith challenge, think about the words that you're speaking. Think about some of the things that you say. Are you saying things like, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I don't have enough uh, for this. I can, you know, like don't diminish God and his power. If we're going to walk from a level or from the realm of faith, we have to operate in faith in every area of our lives. And the one, and those are the, that us of us that are on this challenge. I want you to start thinking about today, right? And write out, what are some words that I've been saying in the last month, in the last 10 days? What are some things I've been saying? Um, what, where, any area of my life where there's any doubt, worry, and unbelief, write all of that down. Start identifying where you are. So you know throughout this challenge, some of the things that you need to combat and to work on. So when you start, and even our thought life, right? Some of the negative thoughts that you think, because sometimes, not sometimes, the enemy likes to, the enemy sends thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. Thoughts, ideas and suggestions and we can combat that with the word of god we could combat that with praise i remember being uh nights and not with this situation but like in general when the enemy was trying to have an attack on my mind i remember having to get out of the bed and come into a posture of worship coming into the presence of god bringing those very thoughts into the presence of god because i knew they cannot exist in his presence so there might, there might be things strategies and things like that um that you have to do to navigate you know because because we are on a mission to say for the next 28 days, we're going to be building our faith. We're going to fear is going to show up. I remember when I was going through a season of betrayal, there was a level of fear that came over my life because I didn't, you know, when you're going through something like betrayal in those moments, it's like, you don't want to see those people. You don't want to hear the mention. Like I, I mean, seeing some of them people, I would, I cringe almost got sick to my stomach. Like you could feel it in my belly. So what I, what the Holy, how the Holy spirit dealt with me in this is I had to put on my bathroom mirror. So every time I go in the bathroom or when I wake up in the morning and go straight to the bathroom, I see on my mirror, God did not give me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. You have to remember that power, love, and a sound mind trumps the fear. So if you're dealing with some battling with some type of fear, Write it out, identify it, and then take a scripture like that and meditate on it every day. And every time that fear tries to come up, say, uh, 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 God did not give me the spirit, spirit of fear, but he gave me power, love, and a sound mind. And that trumps all of that. Um, what else I was going to say? So let me just go to the, 
to the scripture and then we'll come back to that thought I had. So the scripture for today for the 21 day challenge is uh, Mark 11, 24, but I'll start at the 22nd verse and end at the end at the 24th. So G and this is King James. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For shortly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say unto you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe. And that's an important part. A lot of people skip over that believe. And we'll look at the definition of believe and receive in a minute. Whatever you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you will have them. So let's look at the definition of uh, be, believe. Believe means to accept as true. I accept it. So when I'm praying, I got to believe that the one that I'm praying to has the ability and the power to do so, to do it. Hold on one second, y'all. This is distracting me seeing that comment. Keep going like that. Okay, so that, so that was the definition of believe. And to receive, that's a whole posture in itself. That means you take something that is offered to you. Because sometimes, I ain't going to lie, for me, myself, I would go into prayer and, and like asking God for stuff. But then like a part of me was like, well, I don't know if he's going to do it for me because, you know, I'm not the best at this or I'm not the best at that. Or, I, you know, there was there was doubt. So if we identify our fears, our worries and our doubts, write them down, write the vision, make it plain, write them down so you know where they are. And these are the areas that you bring before God and you say, God, I'm battling with fear in my finances. I need you to help me. And I'm sure the Holy Spirit is probably going to point you to some faith, uh, some uh, financial scriptures and have you meditate. I remember um, when I was uh, dealing with stuff financially, um, the Holy Spirit had me go and write out every financial scripture that I can write out. And I would read and meditate on them because it started with a mindset. If I did, if anybody could say, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to have a million dollars. But you got to have the a mindset of a millionaire. Millionaires don't just millionaires pay their bills on time. Well, for the most part, millionaires pay their bills on time. Right. Millionaires have good credit. Right. Millionaires know how to manage money. So before we start saying making these big declarations that we want to do this and do that, we got to we got to identify where we are and tackle those issues. And another thing this morning, the Holy Spirit was dealing with me was trust, um, trusting in God. We have to learn how to trust God with everything in us. And I gave this story a couple of weeks ago. I get on the plane. I don't know the pilot, but I trust that he's going to get me to my destination. I could get on a train. I do not know the conductor, may not even see him, but I got to trust that he's going to get me from A to Z. Right. So if these are people I don't know, but I have a heavenly father who I do know, I got to I got to have a level of trust. I got to believe that God, he, he created me for a purpose and a reason. And it's his plan that I prosper. It's his plan that I be in good health and success. So me walking around here saying things like I'm going to die, I'm going to be sick, I'm going to be this. It diminishes the power of God. It diminishes who he created me to be. So that's why we got to take this word, chew it up, eat it and keep reading it. Even when it looks, everything is contrary because you know, another thing, since we're on this 28 day uh, faith challenge, 
another thing is things are things because we're operating from a place of faith or we're believing from a place of faith, things are going to come up that's contrary to what we're believing, right? So that we got to expect things like that. So I want you to think about whatever's been harassing you, whatever's been taunting you, whatever's been poking you. I want you during this 28 days to bring it into his presence because that stuff cannot exist in his presence. It can't exist there, but I want you to take it, right? Identify, okay, God, I'm struggling with this. This is taunting me, God. The fact that I have not had a child yet is taunting me, right? We think about uh, Hannah's story. Hannah went from provoked, um, so she postured herself in prayer and then she received the promise. Hannah was reminded every day by her rival, her husband's other wife, of the very thing that she couldn't carry. Um, you think about people that go to work and sometimes you have that boss that's just taunting you, that's harassing you, that's reminding you of you're not going to get the promotion, reminding you you're not the best there, reminding you of all the foolishness, right? But what Hannah's posture was, she didn't respond to Panina. She could have, right? She didn't respond. Um, I'm willing to believe if she did respond, it might've cost her the blessing. She didn't respond. What she did was she got up and she went to pray. And that's what we gotta do. When something is harassing us, when something is bothering us, take that thing into the, bring that thing into a realm that it can't exist in. Bring it into the realm of prayer. So she got up, she went to pray, and she prayed so hard, the man of God thought she was drunk. And then later on, she received the promise. So that's how we got, that's the strategy right there. Provoked was pushing you to prayer because some things need to push us to pray. Because if some things don't happen, we probably won't pray like we should, right? So she was provoked. She went from provoked to a posture of prayer. And then she received the promise. So that's something to think about. When negative thoughts come also replace them with the word that's why it's important to know the word for yourself like even if you are somebody who's a baby christ um you don't really understand the bible if you could find a translation that makes sense to you and you even if you take one scripture and that's the same scripture you're going to meditate on for the rest of the year at least you have some word in you right and then, you know, as you develop and as you learn more about the word and you spend time with the Holy Spirit, because that's how I learned a lot of the stuff that I learned. It wasn't because I was sitting at a church service. It was because I had a desire to learn. And I asked the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. I want to understand your word. I want to know more about my heavenly father. I want to know about who I am in Jesus. Right. So when negative thoughts come, replace it with the word or go into an instant place of God. I thank you, Father. I don't know how this bill is going to get paid. I don't know how I'm going to buy my baby diapers. I don't know how my rent's going to get paid. But God, I thank you. I thank you because you are God. I thank you because you are a way maker. I thank you. So turning it, shifting, shifting that situation and turning that little G and making God over that. All right, y'all. Let me look at a couple of y'all co your co I'm about to say covenants. Couple of y'all comments, and then I'm gonna get off here, y'all. But I want you. I really want everybody to think about what have you come and covenant with. It could be sickness. It could be death. It could be poverty. It could be I'm not good enough. It. Some of y'all came in covenant with somebody that don't belong to you. That's another thing. Oh God, I remember. Uh, and. This before I was saved, I'd be messing. I was uh, with somebody and one one night, um, you know, after I got saved, the Holy Spirit brought to my remembrance that person. And I had to uh, renounce that soul tie. I had to repent for that soul tie. I had to disconnect for that soul tie.
here uh, bipolar, for a lack of better words, taking on that personality that I ended up with at one season. Um, you know, some people say, like, I can't get over this person. I'm so stuck at this person. You know, like, I, I don't know how I'm going to make it without him. Soul ties. So we got to sever these. We got to sever these. We got to sever these because sometimes people have, these people have moved on and on to their third and fourth person. And we still one person. It's because we're soul ties. So just be careful with that. I'm going to give a... um example without using um names and this is for my young women out here i love y'all so um and i know what it's like to be out here and be young and, and have daddy issues and you know, things like that um there was this there's this there was this girl who um she met this uh guy who was married and um you he you know they'd be running game like oh me and my wife ain't together me and my wife um divorced and all the things like that so she started a relationship with him. She's not saved, so she started a relationship with him. Of course, they started, you know, um, having intercourse. And then on um, a few minutes before the ball dropped, before the new year came in um, this past December, he sent her a text message and he said, um, me and my wife are getting back together. Don't call me no more. I won't talk to you no more. Yeah. So I say that I said all of that to say, young ladies, hold yourself till marriage. Keep your goods till marriage. Keep your goods. To, if he's married, you better run. I don't care if he said we're going through a divorce, get divorced. And then you come back and you can get my number. If you got to say it like that, you just got we got to make smart decisions so we don't be soul tied and linked up with people that God never said. Because if we think about sex, from a spiritual, if, we, if sex is one way in the natural, in the spirit, it's like 10, 15, 30 times magnified. I'm going to be easy with that because we're, we're this is a daytime live. But like, think about all the areas in your life. What have you made a covenant with? Have you made a covenant with poverty? Have you said things like, I'm broke. I never have enough money. Money, you know, like all these, um, all the, all these things that you could say, you know, I can, my bills never get paid on time. You speak in that, whatever you, because I am right. Is the name of God in the Bible. I am that I am. That's the name of God. So anything you put after that is magnified. If I say I am broke, guess what I'm going to get broke magnified. Cause I keep saying it. And that's all that's going to come into my life. Those, those demons, that demonic realm, they lit, they like this. What's she finna say today? Because as soon as she say it, as soon as she, okay, money ain't never coming to her because she, she, she done said it. So just think about that stuff and like repent, renounce it, break covenant with it. Ask God, God, please forgive me. I, I didn't know what I was saying. I was talking out of my ignorance. Please forgive me. You know, so think about things like that. Let me look at a couple of your comments. I am rich. I am blessed. Actually say what the word says. Say what it says, even if it don't seem like it's manifested in the natural realm yet. Keep saying it. The word became flesh. The word became flesh. And the reason why I think um, um, the Lord has blessed me financially outside of sowing and tithing and all of that is like during my worst seasons, I would take this word and just keep speaking it over my life. Everything blessed is she who believes the Lord will 
fulfill his promises to her. Uh, every uh, Deuteronomy 28 was a statement. Keep speaking that over my life until I saw it in my life. Speak it until you see it in your life. Right. The word became flesh like they love telling us to quote all these other secular stuff and OK, affirmations. But why not quote the word of God? The word of God is transformational. The word of God is sharper than any two edged sword. Why not? Why not do something that's going to transform my life, my thinking, my mindset, my being? Yes. Yeah, speak that I am cancer free. Speak that even when it's contrary um, to to that. Um, I would even set your house in a, put a healing atmosphere, play the healing scriptures throughout your house every day and every night. And that's what I was doing too. Um, times when I was sick, I would just let the healing scriptures play. And then I would say things like by his stripes, I am healed by his stripes. I am healed. I am blessed and highly favored. Absolutely. I am a man of God. I am going to prosper with the blessings of God. Yes. I am loved in God. Speak those things into existence. Speak the word of God over your, over your life. Yes, every day too. Every day, find some type of word from these from the scriptures and speak it over your life before you walk out the door. And especially if you got kids, before they leave this, before they leave the house, you need to speak it over them. My business will flourish. Absolutely, keep speaking that. Speak it. I'm going to be the one to break the generational curses in my family. Absolutely. I believe that for you. I am healed and made whole. Yes, I am a child of God. I will have a job in Jesus name. I am healed in every organ. Every tissue is working in perfection in which God created them in the function in the name of Jesus. My God, I love that. How can I speak life to my husband when I have been doing it for 11 years and no change? You Faith, faith, you, faith is nonstop. Like, even if it takes 30, 40 years, you keep speaking it because you know who God is and what he can do. My God is not slack. My God is not bummy. My God is just not no ordinary God. I know he could do it. It may not come in my time, but I know he could do it. And then start asking Holy Spirit to change your mindset so you could be able to deal with the things that's going on in your household. I am healed from childhood trauma. Absolutely, in the name of Jesus. And I am a living witness that God can heal you from uh, childhood uh, trauma. Um, and the first thing I did was give it to him. I identified, okay, this happened or this didn't happen, God, and I'm dealing with it. It's starting to come out in my adulthood. I need you. I need you. And every day I would go into worship and bring that same. And when I felt like it was coming back, I would bring it, bring it to him, bring it to him, bring it to him, bring it to him. Y'all got to be careful too. I see in the comments. Um, there's a lot of spam that goes on in social media and they'll be like, oh, your profile picture is pretty and say all of this stuff. And it's just so they can get in your inbox and, and steal money from you. So be very careful um, with some of these comments. I try to block. We try to block as many as we can. Sometimes we don't get them all. We can't change other people, but we could change ourselves and how we deal with it. Oh. Spirit is the greatest teacher. He will teach you how to navigate. He will teach you how to deal with people. He will teach you how to shut up. He'll teach you how to apologize. You know what I mean? So like, just be led by the Holy Spirit with everything. That's why it's important to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's, it's very important. Hey, Prince, it's very important to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And if you don't have one, you should build one. Like, 
How do you, just like how you have a relationship with your husband, your wife, your kids, your best friend, how you could call them up and be on the phone talking to them is the same way. You create, you start making time, you start making room for the Holy Spirit. There have been times I'll go out to eat by myself and I want to strategize with the Holy Spirit. And I say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Let's talk. I got my notebook. I got my piece of paper. Whatever it is you want me to know, tell me. And you just stay in his presence. You just stay in his presence, right? You start finding scriptures about who the Holy Spirit is, scriptures about who God is and who God is to you, who Jesus is. You start daily ask the Holy Spirit to rest rule and abide in you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am a financial provider to the kingdom of God. Amen. Relationship is key. Communication with the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, queen. Absolutely. Absolutely. The same way you build a relationship with somebody else, you do the same. You treat Holy Spirit like, like a person, like, hey, Holy Spirit, sit with me. I, I mean, everybody going to have their own reverence and relationship, but like that has worked for me. Um, and doing it habitually, habitually, not just every now and then, or not just when I'm going through a hard time, my first time here, blessings. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. I normally go live on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, but since today is the first day of the 28-day uh, challenge, I decided to come on today, and I wanted to talk to y'all about that covenant with death because that was a real thing. Like that, I thank God for his forgiveness and mercy and grace in my ignorance and stupidity and in my fear that he still had me covered, I will be in a better place in my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am my husband's good thing. I love that. Open communication with God is key, like it is with my hubby and children. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just have to make the time. That's another thing. Sometimes we we think about some of the other um, uh, other uh, religions and faith, like they they make time for who they believe in. I mean, they will go on fast. They will stop working to go pray. Like they, there's a level of dedication and we as Christians need to have that same lev level of dedication. First time on. Thank you, Kanisha, for joining. I appreciate you. Thank you, for Renee, for joining. I appreciate you. Hey, Ghana. Thank you for, for joining. Um, is there anything else? Today is the first day and the scripture was Mark 11, 24. So if you're on the if you're on the if, if you're international, um, you can't get on my text community, but I'll post the link. Real, let me see if I can get that link. I'll post the link where you can get all the information and you can just kind of do the challenge on your own. There's a PDF, uh, um, a printable that you could print out or um, use from your computer and follow along with the challenge. It gives you all the scriptures. Let me see. I'm sorry, y'all. Got to go find the link. It gives you all the. Um, all the 28 scriptures and um, and I think like just some note place where you could write your notes. Um, hold on, let's see if I can get it. If not, I'll have to put it in when we get off. Oh, I think this is it. I think this is it. No, this isn't it, but this is the PDF. So I'll drop this in here and you can have it. And just print it out. You PDF though, like if you use it from your phone, it might go in your um, it might go in your file section. So you might want to do it from a computer. International, I gotta find y'all the link. It's a it's the link on my website. I just it's not on the top of my head. And I thought it was here. Okay, I'll drop it in when I get off because I don't want to hold y'all up and I'll have to search. But um, that's that thing I just put in there. I'll drop it again. 
That's the link to the PDF. And I'll give you all the scriptures. I'll give you all the scriptures and um, a place for you to write your notes. So just think about that, y'all. Think about if there's any covenants that you created um, and anything you need to repent from, you know, even past people that you've had sex with or, you know, past sins and things you've never repented from before, do that. Um, I heard somebody tell a story before, like how the Lord made them repent for everybody that they slept with um, because it was keeping them from um, getting married. Um, yeah, there's no text in for the international numbers. For some reason, this text community only does U.S. and Canada. Um, but I'll, for the people that want the text number, I'll put that on the screen. Um, but they were saying that, you know, the Lord made them repent for everybody that they had sex with because it was holding them back from actually getting married because they still were connected spiritually to these people. So, yep, I am on this faith walk with you. Thank you so much, Jean. I appreciate you. My first time joining for such a great study for me. Yes. Thank you so much for joining y'all. I appreciate it. I normally come on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, but I think I might shift it to Tuesdays. If Tuesdays at 12 work for y'all, then I will switch it. 12 p.m. Eastern. Women of God, thank you for spreading the word of God. Thank you, Karen, for joining. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah, like I, I, I did. Like I thank God for the Holy Spirit because bringing that to my, my knowledge and so that I can repent. Like I'm telling y'all, this could have went a different way because it was just random, me feeling fine, and then all of a sudden something will come back or something would try to attack my breathing. I remember one night, I'm a, I'm a dreamer. Um, so before I even had COVID, this might've been a sign in the dream, I don't know. But I remember um, it was two like demonic looking uh, entities, but it was, um, they look more like um, aliens or those extraterrestrial uh, things. So that I was, um, I remember being, this is before the dream, before the dream, I was praying, right? I was praying throughout my house and walking throughout my house and I just felt tired. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. But in the bed during the time I was going to bed, I still was praying. And so I was kind of half up, half out of it, but it was two entities that entered into my room. They took my, um, sheets and put them over my head. And before I knew it, they were trying to suffocate me. And the only way for them to, of course, I had called on Jesus and I was pleading the blood. But imagine like your breath being taken away while you're trying to do that. But like the only way they would like really leave, leave is when I start saying the word. That's why I say that's why I'm like this word like is sharper than any two edged sword. And I remember right before I started, I need a word. I think a couple months before I started, I need a word. I was um, living in Raleigh at the time. And I remember being in bed sleep and these two entities, they were more demonic at that time. They came and they dragged me out of the bed and they're pulling me. And I get, it's almost like I could feel it. You know, like so the dream realm is like real, like this is a whole nother conversation. They were pulling me. And as soon as I started saying, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. As soon as I started saying all of that stuff, they let, they dropped, they dropped my legs and walked away. The word, the word will carry you. The word will carry you. And I hope that doesn't scare anybody or freak anybody out. But if you're a dreamer, you, you get it. Or if somebody that had visions, you, you get it. So think about whatever you came in covenant with that God didn't speak. Even some of the things that our parents might have said to us as kids. Uh, you'll never be nothing. You're just like your father. Come out of covenant with that. Because we don't want you walking around here thinking you're never going to be nothing. We don't want you walking around here thinking you're going to be just like your daddy. We don't want you thinking that. So if any of that type of stuff, 
those word curses fall to the ground right now in Jesus' name. So, Father, we give you any word curses that have been spoken over our lives. And one more quick story. I know I'm a storyteller. So I remember um, a couple years into starting I Need a Word, um, I would meet people and um, some, you know, people at that time wanted to attach to me for the wrong reasons. And so, um, and so, um, um, uh, one person I, I met and, um, you know, just wanted to be connected for the wrong reasons. And so as the Lord started opening up doors for me, right, I was getting magazine interviews. Um, people were inviting me to go to their conferences to speak and things like that. That person felt some type of way about it. And so one of the things they said to me was, God didn't say you're supposed to do this. God didn't say you're supposed to preach the gospel. God didn't say, like, just kept saying stuff like that. And so, like, I thought it was like sisterly advice at first, right? It was demonic wisdom disguised as a godly advice. But like, I, you know, and I started to shrink back and I stopped doing what God was telling me to do based off of somebody else's uh, insecurity. And um, I um, like after that, like, so, you know, we disconnected after, you know, th the Lord ripped that relationship up for to end the story story short, um, because it's hard to you can't really be in covenant with somebody that's jealous of what God is doing in your life. It just don't work. But she has spoke those things over my life and had me living in fear. So I thought like I wasn't good enough. I remember when I had did my first book and she was like, your face should have never ever been on the cover of the book. So now I'm insecure about the face that God gave me, right? It may not be the face for everybody else, but it's the one he gave me. And so like, I was just like insecure about, you know, my look, you know, just, it's just because of what somebody else spoke over me. So I'd say all that to say, you got to disconnect from word curses, right? They fall to the ground. That's not what God said about me. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am made in the image of God. So you feel some type of way about my face, he made it. Take it up with him. Your beef is not with me. Your beef is with God. Right. So think about some of the stuff people might have spoken over your life. And we, we let them fall to the ground in the name of Jesus. May they burn up by the fire of the Holy Ghost. If it's not what God said, it's not who you are. It's not your identity. Your identity is in Christ. Your identity is in Christ. All right, y'all. So we read Mark 11, 24. Today's day one of the faith challenge. If you are in the U.S. and you want to get daily texts in regards to this challenge, you just text that. Text my number. Uh, text faith. Put Make sure you put faith because if you don't put faith, it'll get scattered. Just put faith to that number and you'll start getting the text. Um, so I feel like I said all I know. So it's time to go. So I love y'all with the love of the Lord. This is your first time joining. Uh, thank you so much for joining. Y'all tell me if y'all want me to come on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Let me know in the comments. And um, I'll decide so that way I could be consistent with coming on. So I love you with the love of the Lord until the next time. See you soon. Be blessed. You've been listening to I Need a Word, your place for inspirational messages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook or visit INeedAWord.org.